T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You've waited all week, and now the wait is over. It's the only unfiltered media podcast in America. This is Trash Talk on WEEI.com. Here he is, your boy, Blind Mike. Blind Mike. All right, guys. So I didn't feel like doing a real show today, and I saw my, uh, my good pal. Lyndon Byers, NHL great, wandering See, the hallways. Now, you know what? I should knock you out for that right now. <laughs> yeah, that he, no one calls me yeah, Lyndon. He doesn't like that. <laughs> LB. Oh, you don't like it? It's no. LB. Can you imagine growing up in northern Canada? I go I'm through sorry. this. I go through this all the time. You know, we're not we're we're tight. Right. You don't know me that well, but I grew up in a small town in northern Canada with like 150,000 Indians that kicked my ass all day every day because I was named Lyndon and I had blonde hair, and so I convinced my father to uh, call me LB. Okay. So I thought it, I thought it kind of just showed why, how good of friends we are, you know. That's no, what no, was, that, that's yeah. what I was trying to establish. That we're we're good buddies. Yeah, you know? no, you know, I know you're you're, you're pulling that <laughs> fake respect thing. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. You're like f smiling me, right? <laughs> so I wanted to have LB on a because I'm lazy and I knew uh, he's a, he's a good guy to talk to, <laughs> but B because this is a media podcast and you've been in media for. Uh, many years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is like 22 years at AAF. Uh, I put in two years at uh, EEI. I was me and Cycle Lions were the first big show with uh, Big O back in the day. How was? Uh, what do you think of Ordway? I love Ordway. Really? Ordway's uh, he's, he's amazing. Groundbreaker. <laughs> he is takes all the money. <laughs> right. You know. Right. Did you he get- gets all the money, and uh, you get you get an hourly wage. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, love, love, love their midday show on EEI. Uh, you know, it's awesome. Um, so you started ESPN in your in your media journey. I start. Were, were, were no, no. I, I did the big show with oh, you did the big uh, show first with with Big O, and then uh, then I then I went and did uh, ESPN playoffs for the okay. NHL way back. Oh gosh, I don't want it, what it was, but I did. I spent eight weeks on the road living out of a hotel. I think I've got to be the only stupid idiot that said see ya to you to, to ESPN. <laughs> I was pulling down like forty five hundred bucks a week doing uh, NHL playoffs, and I worked for them for like eight weeks. And I remember uh, going into Larry Christensen's office, uh, the head of hockey at that time. I'm not sure if he's still there. And uh, I said, "So, am I going to live out of a hotel for?" Like, how long? Like, for two years? You know, that really sucked. And he's like, you're the B guy, dude. You know? It's, what do you think? What do you think you're taking over Steve Levy's gig? Right, right, right. Not happening. And uh, I was still spoiled. I had just retired. And I miss my friends. I miss being in Boston, you know, because yeah. you, live, you lived in Bristol. Right. And, you know, well, I didn't live anywhere. Basically, I had a hotel room in Bristol, but then I was on a plane and traveling from city to city to city doing NHL playoffs. Yeah. And uh, I said, you know, I don't think this gig's for me. Did you ever think about getting back into Nashville? Because I, I, a guy like you would be an interesting – because you got a personality. And I feel like there's not a lot of that. There's not a lot of that in well, sports media in general that. now. That's nice. But uh, that's, that's, especially hockey, I feel like there's not a lot of guys like that that are kind of, you know, willing to say some shit. Well, it's, it's like anything. You know, that's code for I'm a nitwit. 
and I'll say anything I want anytime I want. But uh, I think that's why, you know, I fell in love with, you know, EEI and AAF. You know, everybody lets me be me, and I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't pretend. If I want to call somebody a dick, I call them a dick. Like, like <laughs> who's coming to punch me out? Right. You know what I mean? Mookie Betts, whatever. <laughs> right. You know, you suck today. I can't call you out. So, uh, and I don't mean to pick on Mookie. He's having an incredible year. He's amazing. I'm, but I'm, you know, all I'm saying is, is that, um, you know, I say I try and stay real and tell it like it is, and 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 talk about sports, how sports really happen, like what really happens in locker rooms. You know that people don't get it. I, I, I you know what I love about people. Tell me when they talk about sports is. You go home and you brawl with your brother, but then you go to Fenway, you go to the Bruins, you go to the Celtics, you go to the Patriots, and you think everybody's like hugging and holding and best buds and it's all good. Everybody has bad days. You know, everybody has life issues and it's not all perfect. And that's the key, you know, to, uh, to getting it done is you got to dial it all in and and make it as happy as you can make it. And uh, winning is everything. If you're winning, Everyone's happy. If you're losing, everyone hates each other. What do you think of the sports talk media in this time? Because generally, people say Boston's a tough place to play because uh, the media is so harsh. But I feel like, really, there's maybe a couple talk radio shows that go hard on guys. Other than that, at least lately, it seems like it's been pretty light. What do you think of the sports media here? I, I think I think it's my my whole thing with sports talk radio is that it would be nice if guys were legit. And didn't make stuff up to fill four hours, so they have to make up crap. Right. You know, like who's an example what, of someone that makes? Stuff okay, up? so so what? Brad Stevens. I can't believe he blew it. Brad Stevens is a chump. I'm like, what? <laughs> Jason Tatum. Are you kidding me? The kids are. You know, the, the Celtics had a great year. Athletes wake up every day and want to do the best that they can possibly do. Granted. There are guys that pull a shoot. There are guys that, you know, play for the dough. Like everybody losing their minds about Hanley Ramirez. Hanley Ramirez sucks. Go look at his stats for the Red Sox. Right. The guy is a contract chaser. I mean, you know, and, and and that's why. First of all, that's why the Red Sox got rid of him at the beginning because they sent him south because he, he's he's a contract chaser. He he didn't do squat when it's his contract year. He's amazing. Well, you know, not for nothing. So he's making $22 million for however many years. He had, well, the Sox would have owed him 44 mil for this year and next year. And the only reason he was playing awesome, the guy wouldn't even play first base. Remember that? Yeah. Guy wouldn't even play yeah. first base. $22 million, guy wouldn't play first base. Right. Oh, wait a second. My contract's going to be up. And, and and you know and it's his option next year, so that's why the Sox gas piped him. But people go off on the Red Sox ownership for gas piping Hanley Ramirez for four hours on Sports Talk Radio. You're like, really, dude? <laughs> Have you paid attention to Hanley Ramirez's career? Are there uh... like Tuukka Rask? Everybody dumps on Tuukka Rask in the Sports Talk Radio. They dump on Tuukka Rask. I'm yeah. like. Don't wish for what you don't want because Tuka Rask is one of the top five goaltenders in hockey. Not hey, listen, I will say this: Braden Holby was amazing. Last <laughs> night. Are there any? Uh, 
are there any shows or uh, uh, media members in particular that you think have a habit of doing that, just kind of making stuff up for a reaction? Well, I think they all do. You have, to, do fill, you have, you have, to, you have to fill four hours. Are there any that are the most, I'll, most I'll egregious? Just say, I'll just say this. You, yeah. find, you find me a sports talk radio show that all the guys on the show show up when they're supposed to go on the air and have never had some pre-canned meeting Right. And we're going to do this. Then we're going to do that. Then we're going to do this. Then we're going to do that. Because yeah, I react that like to, this and you react like that. Yeah. I would say Kirk and Callahan don't do that. I would say that's no, the one, no, no. That's the one I, I love those guys. Yeah. Love those guys. I, I mean, I, you know, uh, um, Lou, Lou and, and, and uh, Christian, Christian yeah, and, yeah. and Big O, I, I, you know, I'm, they have their meetings because you know, Big O's. He's like that, right. you know. He runs the show, so he, you got to meet. You got to be in the office, and okay, this is what we're going to do, and then we're going to go here, and then we're going to there. But they they fall out of that, and I, I'm a big fan of their show. I'm a big fan of Zoe. Okay. Um, I don't like Beetle. Zoe, uh, Zoe, and I have beef now. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah he he was uh, he he liked me when I was I used to work for uh, Barstool Sports. Yeah. And uh, he liked me when I was there. Love El Presidente. <laughs> he's a man. Yeah, yeah uh, he's a man. But Zolak liked me when I was there and then uh, kind of, you know, not took me under his wing, but like, he had me on his show and he would talk, like gave me a little advice, stuff like that. And then uh, when I came here, like he unfollowed me, stopped responding to my messages, stuff like that. I don't know. I don't, so I don't know what happened, but uh, uh, it's like, I yeah, liked him. But a- uh, I athlete, a- Athletes are loyal, you know. Playing yeah. for the yeah. rival team. Yeah. You know? So what? <laughs> it doesn't have to fucking yeah. pretend I don't exist now. Well, no, and I, you know, and, and you know, Z, 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 Z is a uh, what do they call that? Uh, a plus personality. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. he he, you know, dude, not for nothing. When you're that big. <laughs> oh right, right, right. Right. If I'm, you know, Z, I've known Z forever. Yeah. You know, you know, we've been we've been super great buds for for a long, long time, and. And uh, you know it's just an athlete. You know it's an athlete mentality. Either you know you're on my team. If you're not on my team, then see you later. Yeah. Um, would you ever want to do sports talk radio, or do you prefer kind no, of I love a it. man where it's like you can kind of more talk about whatever you want? Look, I, I, I'm lucky. I get to do the sports minute twice a morning. I fuck it up all day every day. <laughs> you know because I, I, I just in my mind, people get up every day. And the people that listen to our show or listen to Sports Talk Radio, they listen so that they can laugh, so they can get invigorated to tackle the day because life is hard. You know, I'm married. I got three kids. I got to work 12 hours today running a front-end loader. You know, so if I can – if you know, my, my mentality is if I can make – whether it be on Sports Talk Radio or AAF, where I've been blessed to be for 22 years – um, my goal is to make people laugh and put a smile on their face so that, you know, when they get to work and everybody's stressed out, they're talking about what made them laugh, and the next thing you know, it's noon, and you're halfway through their work day, you know? Right. So that, you know, my mentality is my life is a gift. I played pro sports. I played sports my whole life, uh, and now I'm lucky enough to do radio, which is not work, and I say that all the time on AAF. Right. Uh, I talk for four hours a morning. I'm blessed to be able to meet kids like you that are getting in the biz that are going to be amazing. <laughs> and you know, I just, I just, I just want to, I just want to make people smile. And it's like fucking life is life is hard enough. You know right. what I mean? So if you're stuck in your car, which is how suck, I mean, how sucky is that? Yeah. Is there anything worse commuting than traffic? Right. 
So if I can make you laugh while instead of feeling pissed off and flipping somebody off in the other car, when you know there's not that there's there's not a bigger compliment on the planet than when someone calls our show and says that was hilarious. I was just stuck on the Mass Pike for like forty minutes and seven cars were howling at, at what you guys were talking about. How did you uh, How did you get in the Hillman show? Uh, Hill Dog? Uh, well, I was doing ESPN, and then I bailed. Yep. And then, uh, I don't know, I blew a 150 grand party in my face off, flying around the planet, banging okay. a bunch of hot chicks and <laughs> getting loaded. Cause, and then my agent said, my agent said, uh, yo, kid, you weren't Cam Neely and made, you know, 1.2 a year. You're going to be broke in like three years if you don't simmer down. And uh, I came back, and Hillman asked me, uh, he's I'm going on vacation. You know, I knew Hill Dog. Did you actually blow $150,000? <laughs> I don't even know. It could have been more. Jesus. How did you do Just partying your ass off? Well, and how, not, long, how long a time spent? Well, it's like, it, it, you know, it, when, you have, when you, you think you have more money than God, you know, you go to Hawaii, you don't go for a week. Right. You go for thirty eight days. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, gets a little expensive. You okay. go to you know you go to the Greek islands. You fly to fin- you know you, you fly to Finland to see your buddy. You, you know, I just make I think I make like eight dollars a year. So the idea of one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, I just can't imagine spending in any amount of time. So your well, agent says you're going to be broke if you keep living like this, right? So so and I knew you know so then I knew I had to get a job and then um, so that's when I started with the you know the. Uh, EEI, then ESPN, then um, Hillman. I get. So, I, did you know Hillman I, beforehand, or how did you end up? on Yeah, that no, show? we were buds. We, we used okay. to roll. We used to roll together. Okay. You know? well, how, and how did you know? Just from. Ah, uh, gosh, I, it wasn't I, you know what? You, no, no, it's a great story. We tell it. We talk about it on the uh, on the show all the time. Oh, okay. Liz Wild used to be the midday. I remember chick, the name. Yeah. And she had she she was it was your typical radio story where. She she sounded so hot, <laughs> <laughs> and so I called Hillman because Hillman used to come with his buddies to my buddy Stevie Kai's bar in Malden, where I lived when I was playing. And uh, so I called Hilldog because I knew him from the bar, and you know we used to go downtown. You know we used to, we were young. We used to rip it up, shred it up. You know, hit the nightclubs, do whatever. And I call him. I'm like, hey, I got. I got to meet this Liz Wild, and then he, you know, and his, you know, he he knows me, so inside he's like, <laughs> "This is going to be great." <laughs> so I I got a limo, and I limoed out to uh, out to what uh, was it Westboro? Westboro, I'm not sure if they're in Westboro or they were in Worcester, but anyway, so I limo out to go see the show. God bless her; she's amazing talent, she's awesome, but she wasn't my type. And, um, and so that's you know that's when we kind of first met. And then right. w- once I got done with ESPN, he, it was uh, Christmas holidays, and he called me. He's like, "I'm going to go on vacation for seven days. Do you want to come and do the show?" And uh, he he goes, "You know, if you like it and you do good, then you know we'll see what happens." Yeah. And so I went and did it, and 22 years later, here we are doing a podcast. And how is your relationship? Because you guys started as friends, and then you know you see a million uh, 
relationships in radio. You look at even here, John Dennis and Kirk Minahan or sure. Mike and the Mad Dog. There's a million guys. You know, when you work together in radio, talking for four hours, that relationship is strained a lot. How's your? You've been hit with him for two decades now. Yeah, right. So how uh, how's that with you two? Well, I, you know, we're good. It's like anything. Like I said, you yeah. know what? You, you, have you ever been mad at your mom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, right. Is it just once a week? Right. No. Right. Some days it's three days a week. You know, um, I think you have to find – he has a life. He has he, – you know, gosh, uh, both his kid – Brees is going to college. Jules is already in college. He's got his life. He has, you know, a wife. He has a uh, house up in Maine. He, You know, he does his stuff. I think – it just it it's evolutionary. Yeah. Where you have to put your I think it would be silly to take stuff personal. You know, I can tell you to go fuck yourself if you deserve to be told go fuck sure. yourself. Yeah, yeah. I, I, would you hate me for that if you you knew you deserved to be told go fuck yourself. So I think it's about it's about being modest. Uh, everybody has an ego. We wouldn't all be in this business. You wouldn't be trying to get in this business if you if you weren't um, narcissistic on some level. Yeah, yeah. Um, so are there like the when I when I get to listen to a uh, the Hillman show, it seems like kind of a fun environment. Like it seems like you guys all get along. Are there ever? And I assume the answer is yes. But are there ever like real blow up arguments that kind of boil over into I th- like, real I think, things? Or yeah, no, no. There was only I, uh, gosh, I don't even know how many years ago it was. I think the only time I think we were up. Where were we? Oh. I, we were at Loudon, and it got so heated that I left. I I, I got I just walked off the show at like in the middle of the show at like eight fifteen, and uh, then when I got down, I took the elevator downstairs. We were at we were at uh, at uh, New Hampshire Motor Speedway. And what made you, you walk off the show? I don't I don't, I don't know. Saying you know I just, pi- <laughs> I pissed him off. He pissed me okay, off. Okay, you don't remember what the argument was. You, 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 no, okay. I, I would I would never. I don't I don't remember the. What 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 time is it? I don't remember this morning show. <laughs> Fair I, mean, I tell Scal I tell Scal all the time. I walk into the cave with the with the fellows, and I'm like, <laughs> "Who are you again? What, what, what were we talking about like last time?" Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, but it's like anything. You have to, you know. I I don't know. I just all I can ever say to anybody that gets in the business is, "You're here for a reason." You're you're very good at what you do, and because you're good at what you do is because you wake up in the morning, you look in the mirror, and you know that you're you. Yeah. So it's your way or the highway. I, I you know always respect feet. You know my dad. I you know I've said this a gazillion times on the show, and I've told a million people the two best things my father ever told me was. He said. Never let never let anyone wipe the smile off your face. And he said, it takes two seconds to be a dick, and it takes two seconds to be nice. If you're a dick, no one's going to ever talk to you again. If you're nice, even if they think you're a dick, they'll probably <laughs> cut you a break, right. and everybody's going to move forward, and everybody's going to be successful. Right. Is... Uh is there anyone we've talked about who you like in media? Is there anyone yeah. that you really and you know I know you kind of come in here, do your thing, go. You don't necessarily interact with um, guys you don't like necessarily. Yeah. There isn't a reason to. But is there anyone in media that you hate right now, like that you just despise, that you would, you know, get in a feud with if you nah. saw them? No one. No. Nah. That, that Nobody. Me. 
I will. I will. I, I will, I, I will say on. this: my 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 favorite person, yeah, in the media is Shag Shaughnessy. Your favorite person? Yes. I've never heard that from anyone. <laughs> it's usually their least. Yeah. You know person. why? You know why? Because everybody's too, everybody's pissants and right. butt hurt, and because because Shag's he 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 doesn't just say stuff to say stuff. Shag's is real. He's always been real. Right. You know. You know. He's I a great right. He's a great writer. He, he he you know he's great he's a great on air person now yeah and he's got the worst hair in in the world <laughs> I said that uh, early on in this podcast I said there's a difference between trolling just to do it and what Shaughnessy does like when Shaughnessy writes an article that opposes what everyone says you feel like he believes it as opposed to a lot of guys now that are just kind of saying shit. To get a reaction, hundred percent. Don't even believe. Yeah, it. but that's what we're yeah. talking about. Sports talk radio. Yeah, right. There, like Tony Maz, I think. You know, says like a lot Ke- of stuff look, you, are you familiar with Kevin Dupont? I uh, think, yes. I think yeah, he's yeah, retired I, from the Globe. He, you know, he used to. He he was the Shag Shaughnessy of hockey. He was right. he was all hockey, and you know he he was the same way. You know, at, you know like athletes used to hate him because. He wrote that you sucked yesterday. <laughs> I mean, we're in Boston. If you, you know, I played at the Boston Garden. People leaned over the upper deck and, you know, told me I fucking sucked. Yeah. And and you're like, I know I'm sucking really bad. <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying to dial it in, but I appreciate that you know sports, and that's the great thing about great sports towns. And it's not just Boston. You know, I'm not I'm not a homer. You know, it's it, it's Detroit. It you know, I, I wouldn't go L.A. I wouldn't go Florida Marlins. You know, but there are cities that fans don't care about what the tickets uh, ticket price costs. They love the game. They'll pay whatever, and they they watch every day, and they they know every player. They know what every player does. They understand that. You got Mitch Moreland, and he's a home run hitter, and he's amazing. And then you have Brock Holt, who you know was an all star. Then John Farrell basically just eliminated the dude, you know. And thank God that Sox ownership kept him. That you you find your role, right? He can play every position in the game. He's he's a you know he's he's a good hitter. And I hope they give him a shot to keep playing because he deserves it. But you know, I, I I was a meathead. Well, I was a meathead for a reason. You know why? Because Cam Neely, who l- was one of the toughest guys in the NHL, would would fight anybody. But do you want Cam getting a hat trick and me punching the guy out? Or do you want Cam punching the guy out and me getting no goals because I wasn't good enough to get a hat trick? <laughs> right, right, right. Um, one of the uh, stories we were going to talk about today, if we were doing a regular show, was uh, this Brian Colangelo thing. Yeah, and Dan told me you had you had some thoughts about it. Uh, if you if you don't know, Brian Colangelo was essentially making fake Twitter accounts to go after players on the Sixers, and it was his way of like I guess striking back against uh, the team without doing it under his own name. Um, what did you think about that story? I, I I think I think everything's misconstrued. Okay, so if you're a GM and a president of an organization, right, I can walk down to the locker room. And I can belittle you to your face in front of your teammates and pull a shitstorm, which, you know, like I was saying to Scal and you guys in the cave, is that everybody's different. You know, I know you, you, you've probably got a friend that 
freaking is the most sensitive guy on the planet. You can't even tell him, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to hang out with you tonight. What, do you hate me? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what, what do I do? What, what, uh, why are you mad at me? And you're like, <laughs> but I have a life. I, I, you know, I crashed my car today and some chick gave me herpes. I, you know, <laughs> it's not about you all day, every day. So sure. it's about a locker room, you know, and, it, you know, you have to, you know, I don't know how many guys are in baseball, but in hockey there's 26 guys. Think about football, you know. There's 54, 54 guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you you've got a you've got a skipper, a manager, a coach, a GM, a president, an owner that has to manage all these personalities to make sure that everybody's happy. Because if you're everybody's happy, everybody wins. If everybody's confident, everybody wins. Right. So so imagine the chore it is to motivate how do you motivate somebody that makes thirty four million dollars a year? Yeah. Do you go down and belittle them to their face? Because you know what he's gonna do? He's gonna go fuck yourself. I'm gonna cash my fucking thirty four million this year and you know, I'm gonna get a max contract with somebody else. Yeah. So you've got and, and what I love about the whole everybody's in this I, I can't you know it, I have such an issue with ESPN because they just dig to they just they just it's like it's like they poke you. Sure, you know what I mean. Yes, there's so many there's so many shows on ESPN, and and there's no sports. It's like what do you what what are you talking about the NFL right now? It's like really you're doing a story. Where's about, Tom Brady today? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Again, that that's just driving me nuts. Where's Where's Tom Brady and Gronk? I'm like, so they need to be out with some stiffs that are trying to get a gig on the practice squad in t-shirts and shorts. They're not even in pads, right? Yeah. Okay, they're not. It's not even contact. So you've got a pre- and, and and what I love about it is it's okay for everybody else and ESPN. To, to to monopolize social media, right? Right. Every show on ESPN, you got what's what's that? You got uh, uh, what's the kid name? He's not. He's already got two phones. Oh, Schefter. Schefter. Adam Schefter. Oh, 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 Adam yeah. Schefter. He's got two phones. Like he's doing a he's doing a TV show, and then he's pretending like oh. I'm getting a call from a president. <laughs> I, oh, it's a, it's the Forty Niners. You know. But that's okay. But when a when a president of a team uses social media, yeah, and we well, don't, I think the we don't even know what it is for all intent for for all, for all intent and purposes, right? <laughs> Daniel's not here. His, you can say his, it. Yeah, <laughs> his, his ex wife. He, he probably banged some stripper, and his ex wife is miserable and fired up four other accounts. <laughs> that's a bull. Now that's a bull. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I think the but, problem but, is but that he wasn't using but his but name. No, no. But why that? Would it not be irresponsible if a president and a GM of an organization, why is it that he can't use social media to to poke his athletes to be better? And I said, I said it's, I said it's all, it's, it's all about promotion. It's like the NFL. I think the Seventy Sixers had a great one, a uh, great run, and they've been irrelevant for twenty five years since yeah, Doctor yeah. J. Okay, so what better way to keep your team in the media as a president? The NFL. Why is it? Why is it okay that Roger Goodell does it all day, every day? Right. Right. Really? 
Oh, yeah, the combines are exciting. Yeah, you got a bunch of college chicks masturbating, watching these super tight dudes that they want to nail. Running, that is their running a top 40, demographic. Running a 40-yard sprint. Oh, that, it's on ESPN for eight hours. And then this guy, this the president of the 76ers, wants to make his team – you know, keep them in the media. Let everybody know that you know they're getting better. Motivate his athletes. Motivate his players. But this guy, it's, like, it's it's just bizarre to me. Right. Um, real quick, the uh, EEI has gone through some like when I, especially when I first started this podcast, EEI's had a lot of uh, controversial shit. They had to go through sensitivity and all that. Have you found on uh, WAF that you've been restricted at all? In this day and age, not not even WAF necessarily, but just in this I'll day and age of what, what you can and can't say. I'll, t- I'll just say this to you. <laughs> okay. What was, Scott, what was it, last Wednesday I told that guy to blow me? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. I'm so not, no is the no. answer. Well, I you know, you, <clears throat> you have to understand, AAF is just a different beast sure. than everybody else. And times have changed. We've changed. Well, that's what I mean, I, I literally... If it's any different I, now I, than it was I literally, years ago. I literally... Painted, I, I painted an American flag on the Friday before July 4th weekend on a be- beautiful young lady that is now a lawyer. Okay. I, paid, uh, I painted a, a, uh, an American flag, and she was naked in our studio, and I painted her body. Okay. That sounds like good clean. And font. then, it, well, that was that was that was real. That was really cool. And when was it? How long ago was this? Oh my god! Years ago. Yeah, yeah. Ten right. year ten. Yeah, you could never pull that off. That, well, that's what I'm saying. You like, never now, pull How it much off different now. is it now? But I literally, yeah. I had the paintbrush, and when I was done painting the flag, I used the paintbrush on her hoo ha <laughs> to make her come. <laughs> Damn, the good old days, yeah. man. The good it's, old days. It's amazing the point when I saw where that was going. Like, I didn't see that coming, and then there was a point where you tell that story where I was like, okay, I know. God bless her. I, I can't warn you. God, you know what? It was like, God bless her. America. <laughs> so, so you couldn't do that now, is what you're saying? No. That, that, will, that would never. I would be so fired in oh, a right. second. Right. When, uh, when do you feel that type of shit change? Was there like an incident, a particular time where. That stuff started to go away. No, it was. It, was, very, it was no. You know what? It was very gradual. Yeah, very gradual. I think you know it's like society. We're uh, we're you, you know here? we call it you know we, now everybody says it's a pussification of America. Sure. I just think that we're peop- evolving. I, I I just think people are getting very sensitive and they're getting louder about being sensitive. Sure. Yeah. Social media has a lot to do. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Social media. Right. Were you here when Opie and Anthony were here? Of course. Did you know them at all? I love them. Okay. They're amazing. I grew up in Opie and Anthony. I used to literally, literally, I used to do the morning show and stay at the studio to to go on their show. Opie and Anthony? Yeah. How were that? How did you, how was their, your relationship with them? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously they, they've blown up, you know, they're in New York and, and, you know, they're pulling down, you know, big dough and I'm, I'm, I'm so happy for them. They so deserve it. They're amazingly talented right. guys, and I thought it was a huge mistake. I mean, obviously, we're, we're, it's not, we we're not, you know, Intercom wasn't even in the picture back then. I, I don't even know if, what the company who owned us right. that fired them, which was the biggest mistake of all time. But uh, greatest, great, you know, the biggest mistake of all time by the company 
that gave them the greatest break of their lives. And, yeah. and uh, they've, they've earned every penny. They're hilarious. They're amazing. Uh, yeah, and they're great people, right. great guys. Well, I've always said they kind of, in a way, ruined radio with the uh, Sex for Sam thing, the thing they got fired for in New York, because that was the first time where you saw a number one show get fired for some something inappropriate, quote-unquote. I, you know, it, it's one of those things. It, it, it's like life. If you're, you you want to be the best race car driver, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna pull a move that no one's ever. You know, it's like Talladega Nights. <laughs> or no, not Talladega Nights. It's uh, what's the Tom Cruise movie, race uh, movie. Come on, Dan. <laughs> Come on. Not, um, I have no idea. It's not. I don't. Not even, in my wheelhouse. Mission. Imp- it's not Mission. No, Impossible. we're, talk- we're talking gun. about we're talking about NASCAR. Yeah, NAS- NASCAR <laughs> with the- Tom Cruise. Business. No, no. <laughs> no. It was Need when- for Speed. No, it was Tom Cruise and and and, uh, and and Duvall told him you can go to the outside. Okay, but he was never supposed to go to the outside. But he, at, in order to win the race, because if you go to the outside in NASCAR, the top of the track, you you crash. Right, and you know that that's that's. That's what life is all about. It's about getting eight inches over the fence and not falling off. If you go twelve inches over the fence, you fall off, right? So that you got to be willing. You know, a lot of people don't even go near the fence. Days of thunder. Days of thunder. Days of thunder. There we go. Okay. Thanks, Scal. I got you. I would never so, would have come up with that. Yeah. So, uh, so you, you know that that's that's what that's what this business is all about. It's about being able to take risks. That's why Opie and Anthony ended up. Imagine if they ever never did the uh, the mayor, whatever his name. Mayor's na- dead. Yeah. Yeah, on the plane. Right. On uh, April, April April Fool's Day. Day, then imagine they were. I think they were making like a hundred and a half at a you know at, at, at AAF at whoever owned us, and then they end up with a five year three million dollar deal in New York. Right. Because they pulled the crazy stunt. Right. Are you willing? You know, you, it's all or nothing. Are you willing you, to take that risk? You yeah. gotta. That's that's what life is all about. Are you willing to take that risk? Um, real quick, I'll let you go in a minute. But f- first of all, did you hear that uh, your boy Scal here is uh, beefing with Donnie Wahlberg? Oh, really? Donnie, well, yeah. <laughs> so I watched that uh, that documentary, Anything Is Possible, on the 08 Celtics the other night. That was on yeah. NBC Sports. I, I watched it. It was really good. You know, they're talking about how the team came together and. Um, I just t- I tweeted out that uh, you're wrong about this, by the way. I tweeted. I think, I, I think, I think I'm right. Dra- I'm, sta- I'm I standing by this. Durant, I tweeted ahead. out. I'm like, there's no way that they were going to take Kevin Durant first overall. So they were totally in on Greg Oden, and Donnie Wahlberg started chirping at me, saying I'm wrong and all this kind of stuff. So I was just wondering. <laughs> I was just wondering if you had any fun Donnie Wahlberg stories from back in the day. I, you know what? I I um, I'm, I'm, I know the Wahlbergs. Yeah. Um, you know, new kids on the block. That was my era, you know. I was on, you know. They played it. They they played on a boat. We did a Boston boat cruise with, you know, four hundred yeah. smoke show, twenty two <laughs> year old chicks, and uh, those guys played live. And uh, we got to we, we we you know we all got to know know each other a little bit, right? But they blew up. Yeah, I, I I became see you later. But I mean, you know, the Wahlbergs. Are still super nice to me. They do yep. a charity golf tournament. Um, the whole family are really, really, really awesome. Typical, super nice blue collar Boston people. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I'm. I mean, 
if I was in LA and called up Mark, depending upon how busy he was, yeah. He might hook me up with something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get you a bit roll. Wow. Well, you know, I, 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 I'm lucky enough to call him and maybe get him to, you know, he used to come on there, you know, he'd call into the show when, it, you know, they, they were open the restaurant and everything. But yeah, I, I, I loved it. I, I loved it. Wahlburgers is, uh, is awesome. Yeah. The whole family are f- the funniest fucks on the planet, man. They're just a great, great typical Boston family. Yeah, I, I was just I was laughing because the that morning after I wake up and I got Donnie Wahlberg chirping at me over because I guess he he narrated yeah. the special. Yeah, so yeah, it was, yeah. Pretty, it was pretty funny. Well, did did, did you keep it going? I, I tweeted back at him, but no, I haven't gotten a response yeah. yet. I said I, I <laughs> he just must thought, have just been following that hashtag. I guess. I guess. Like yeah, he must have been searching himself. Okay, probably. Well, um, you, you know, yeah, those guys are so big. Yeah, right. It, it's probably not even you know. It's probably one of his people. He probably saw it and then told yeah. one of his minions to get back <laughs> at this this flick. Yeah. Um, last thing before uh, I'll let you go is uh, anyone you want to trash before I get out of here. I like I like you know usually this uh, this podcast is a lot more hate filled. You brought you brought an enlightened sensibility to this show. I'm trying to think I of who like- I know. You see, everybody thinks I'm like the mean guy <laughs> on AAF. <laughs> the callers get me going. Um, uh, who 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 is a dick to me? I I really, honestly, God, I do not waste any energy um, on on the outside crap. Um, oh, who was I? Was I? I. I haven't, I, I haven't, I haven't been in a shit show for a while, except for that dude. But I can't. I'm not going to bring him up on the show. Uh, you and you and, uh, you, and you and Derek get into it quite a bit. <laughs> oh, that guy. Oh, Derek's <laughs> a pretender. Please, <laughs> yeah. De- Derek, Derek just loves to hear his voice on the radio. <laughs> I love him. He's a great guy. He's awesome. He's a good family man. He, his kid's a stud, man. His kid's yeah. uh, mixed martial arts. I just saw. Speaking of uh, studs, the eighth grader from Cambridge just got a full offer from Michigan. Jim Harbaugh came and like slept over at a house in Cambridge and like, oh, right. I, yeah, the kid's a linebacker. <laughs> the kid's in eighth grade. He's thirteen. He's six three, two twenty five. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Harbaugh, listen, Harbaugh gets his nuts busted by a lot of people. The sl- I mean, the sleepovers are kind of dude. The teenagers, no, but it's it, it's genius. You know, he goes and plays you're, video you're games. talking about the Michigan Wolverines. Yeah. Okay, so you end up having one of the best talents in the country before everybody knows he's a talent yeah you know it's called hard work right like, you know harbaugh doesn't sleep man I, I i think the guy's up like 23 hours a day yep. watching video of, of youth football and shopping for khakis yeah well yeah <laughs> now, dude if he if he pulls them up any higher I know. it's getting old it's getting old how about the new how about the new fake glasses yes the fake the hipster glasses <laughs> yeah 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 um all right i'll be we'll let you get out of here uh, what is a, What does a regular Thursday consist of when you leave this place? Well, Wednesdays, Wednesdays, my Friday. I heard that. And then you know, Thurs, Thursdays, Friday. We, I'll probably leave you guys. Head back to Asshole's Garage, which is my buddy Richie's place. I okay. used to live beside him. Now I live in Halston because I got a little big man, the Wilster, who's crushing it in sports, and we're all going to be multimillionaires in like <laughs> eight years. Speaking of Michigan. There you go. Oh, uh, yeah. Harbaugh's listening. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, hey, Harbaugh, if you're listening, 
Will Byers. <laughs> laser That's show. Name. That's a good quarterback name, Will La- Byers. Laser show in flag <laughs> football for Halston this year. Um, and, you know, and shout out to Eric Lindstrom just for that. He's the, he's uh, one of the head coaches, and uh, I appreciate all those guys. Uh, but, yeah, he's crushing it in hockey, whatever. But um, um, what was the question? <laughs> I think I just said, what are you doing the rest of the day? <laughs> yeah, so, so I'll head back to Asshole's Garage and uh, Matinee, uh, you know, my billions, Homeland, uh, catch up on Hockey Central. I always watch Hockey Central from noon to one. And then uh, my little man gets off the bus at 318, and I'm always there to grab him. Beautiful. And then, um, then he'll kick my ass and... Uh, EA Sports football, then hockey, and soccer. And then uh, and that's pretty much it. Well, a real family man, this LD. Not really. <laughs> I, I, tear it up, I tear it up, too. But, you, uh, you know, you put that's, your... That's what I wanted to hear. Listen, I, you, you, put, you, you, you put your time in. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not shy. I've been to Casey's. I know where that place is. It's a good <laughs> pub. You got the Greenhouse Pub out in Menden. You got... Uh, you got my old okay. place, Angraham's Garage. <laughs> you know, once in a while, I try and get Danielle down to the Cap Grill, crush a couple of martinis, she have a go? nice she steak. Ever go for it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, we're friends. Strictly, okay. strictly, <laughs> course, strictly platonic. <laughs> but yeah, that's about it. What about you guys? What do you guys got going? Oh, you know, just... Bang some strippers? <laughs> huh? Yes, if you know me, that's exactly what I'm doing. Head, out to, everyone... head out to Centerfolds in Northboro. There you go. Huh? Go for the cheese? <laughs> yeah. What wow. stupid knob? That no- is the image what, I've created. What myself. stupid knob goes to the... You know, well, I, I, don't, I won't put the place in Boston. I won't say the name, cause, but it's very expensive. So mm. why go very expensive when $200 goes a whole lot <laughs> longer in the way department, if you know what I'm saying about words to live by. Words, way, way exactly what I was. A perfect thing to end on. A life lesson from my man LB. LB, thank you for doing this. No glad, worries. Glad man. to have you, my man. Hey, I, it means the world to me that you guys even want to talk to me. I love it. Um, as always, subscribe on iTunes. Give us a five star rating, positive review, and uh, wei.com, radio.com app, all that shit. And uh, we'll see you later. You've been listening to Trash Talk with Blind Mike. Hear it again on WEEI.com, iTunes, and the Radio.com app. Tune in next week for another edition of Trash Talk, a presentation of WEEI.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.